And it's just like it just Keaton's a fucking badass. Yeah, it's Keaton. Michael Keaton is brain cash. Hello and welcome. I'm I think Steve. you guys on channel at one point. Oh for fuck's sake. Like separate to MTV. Yeah, I think so. It's a bit more rock. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the we forgetful foisterer, foisterer, uh, um, yeah. How are we? How is how is everyone? Uh, Brett, what have you been up to? I finished the Anvil Stand video and posted it this morn. Yeah, you did. Um, it's just so happened to coincide with a lot of really great videos. So mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out, everyone will have watched them. Correct? Yes. Um, yes. I am going to be playing Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, that was going to be my be... I am as well. I totally forgot. Ah, <sighs> damn it. I'm going to be doing a lot of cleaning up of the to-do list. Are... Am I just going to start sentences and let you guys finish them? Don't fucking <laughs> wash me into the bucket with Steve. <laughs> the like slot was Fucking just because he's been not paying attention for the last one hour and fourteen minutes when we started recording this episode. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he's still looking at his other screen while we're doing it right it's now. It's like back in the day when he just used to work in IT. Fucking hell! I'm trying right. to subtle segues and you just miss it. Easy. All right, here. So I I'm going to wrap it up really quick. No, no, no. Steve's done talking for now. I finished the job box, and Ben's going to be uh, finishing up that video. So the big solar job box will hopefully go ah, up on that face at some point in the future. Yay. Um, I'm also finishing up the little mesh, expanded mesh outdoor seating situation. Um, had a little bit of a play with the uh, solar lights just to try and make them look a little bit more dressed up. But we'll probably end up p- taking uh, taking photos or video of a couple different solutions just with the little stake led lights so just you know part of part of us was just like well why can't it just be as simple as putting one in the ground like you always do and then just setting the furniture on top of it because it's empty inside and you can just put it over the light so it still serves the purpose that it needs to but you can have this little more elegant solution that i'm working on and, and finishing it should should turn out well. I like how they look so far. So nice. that's exciting. Um, I've got another video lined up for the flatter that I finished. Um, I actually have to put a wee bit more production work because it might be a sponsored video. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, turns out, and we can get into this if it caters to the conversation at all, but um, it's it's not like the... The bank is opening up and, and all the money is coming in. But I have actually received a few emails that are legit sponsors. Nice. It's not a ton of money, but it is definitely are more they than like, zero. Are they, like, are they like the ones that uh, Red's been putting in the... <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know what... I don't know. Red, Red got a very lucrative offer from yeah. someone. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that in the story. No, this is like... Uh, I guess I'll have to send the video off by the time this comes out. But uh, Raid, 
Shadow Legends, the company nice. that sponsored a bunch of people's videos, which, hint, hint, I've actually been fucking playing it for a couple of months, <laughs> and it's on my cell phone, so that wasn't much of a stretch. So um, not like when Jimmy gets sponsored by <laughs> <video> again. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, Warships, World of Warships, and then he was like, what's the what's the game called again? Um, that's that's kind of funny, because it's like, oh yeah, I play that game because I saw it on some sponsored stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I figured I'd give it a shot. Um, the CBD oil stuff company that I talked to you guys about in the pre-shows and things, um, that's not like a guaranteed, but they're sending some products. And honestly, with as hot as it was when I was forging the other day, anything that helps my body feel better after that could be glorious. <laughs> uh, and then there's a, another company that's supposed to be sending me some products and I'm not quite ready to to jump on that uh at least until i see what they send hmm, but that's good that's like all great stuff right i've got all these projects going on I'm, I'm producing content all over and uh i get to start on the forged home stuff here in the next day or two to really start pushing on that so i feel like i'm just I'm making a lot of stuff right now cool. and and at least the hint of you know, some companies at least taking notice or at least like some emails being exchanged that aren't like Red's fake emails where they're all scams. <laughs> but isn't that the point? Isn't it meant to be like a little bit here, a little bit there? Yeah. You know, fingers in pies. Yeah. It, it would be lovely to get one dedicated sponsor that kind of has your back, but Yes. Because you know, at this stage, surely. Yeah, this is this is where the moral quandary comes into play. Um and not that I want to get into a long conversation about this, but too late. You know, where where I am right now and what I'm wanting to do, like I have to be open to the idea of having these sponsorships or, mm, or yeah. products and things because I, I got to pay the mortgage. <laughs> it, and, you know. it's, it's your job. Yes. And it's I'm embracing the fact that this is what I do full time now is I make yeah. videos and, and projects and things. So I'm embracing that a little bit more and, and trying to be more optimistic about like, you know what? It may not be... Uh, such and such tool brand company that I would love to, you know, get a check from them and get all their tools. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen anytime in the near future. So for now it's, it's a good feeling, right? Again, yeah. it's maintaining the perspective of like, where were you three months ago? There were no emails yeah. and now there's yeah. a couple that's, that's a good sign. Hopefully that means things are going pretty well. I think the, the world's moved on as well. I mean, I think people get it now that that's what you have to do if you want to be a full-time yeah. YouTuber, <laughs> yeah. Among other things, you know, is you you do have to play that game. You you can you know decide the rules of that game, right? Um, and and you know have your standards. And I think I think with more customization and stuff, it is getting more relevant. Yeah, it's not just random shit. It's like oh oh yeah, I actually use this. You know, yeah. I, I I built my website using this, or I use these guys' tools. You know, it's like it, it makes more sense now. And it yeah, feels yeah. less disjointed when it's like, let's talk about milk. Like what? Yes. <laughs> and the other, the other little last thing I want to say is both, both of the companies that I talked about, or both of the product situations that I talked about just now, um, both email exchanges were like, we want you to talk about it in your own words and yeah. do it your own way. There's yeah. like some bullet points that we want you to touch on, but for the most part, like, don't talk about our thing if you don't want to. Don't yeah. do it if you don't want to. Like, yeah. It's not it's not that kind of F you money like Jimmy talks about where he's like, <laughs> yes, if DeWalt comes to him and says, 
we know you don't like our tools, but we'll give you X amount of dollars to do this. If the number is big enough, he'll go, yeah, I'll give you a video. I'll use your stuff. And then I will donate that to the next maker that I find, yeah. which I still think is a, is a brilliant handling of, of things. You yeah. can pay the bills. And also those tools end up going to somebody or, yeah. or some place afterwards. So anyway, excited right. about things. Just feel like it's going to be a good busy next like month or two. Let's see if yeah. things keep ramping up. That's good, man. I mean, I, I think because it's always been something that you've been, pardon me, um, quite, I don't want to say resilient to, but quite aware of is taking Sensitive. money for your videos. Yeah. Um, so it's good that uh, you're starting to get to a place where you're getting the offers from the people that you actually want to take offers from. Yeah. Good. I don't really like getting the light bulb emails. They're like, we'll yeah. send you 100 light bulbs to test out. I'm like, I don't even have power. It's <laughs> really not beneficial. All right. Anyway. Uh, Let's move Alan, on. What about you? What have you been yes. up to? Um, so in the week, I went back in time a little bit um, because I was trying to sort out um, some sort of Blu-ray situation for my, for my new uh, PC rig, mainly just to watch Blu-rays because I've got a fucking cupboard full of them. <laughs> um, and I fished out the old original day one PS3 60 gig, the fat version, which is a yeah. fucking console and a half. Um, but it's been, it died years ago. It's like 14 years old. Um, it died of yellow light of doom or whatever it's called. So it's completely fucked. Um, so I decided to just completely strip it down and see if I could fix it. Um, it involved lots of cleaning, um, <laughs> you know, putting new thermal paste back on, sorting out the radiators and stuff. Um, I think it does need a reflow on the board. Um, just to get it working again. But it was just nice to kind of dig into something that I'd not done for a long time. Um, and that also led me then to think, oh, I better open up my PS4 and see what situation that's in. Because mm-hmm. uh, the reason that it, the PS3s were notorious, the, the first model, is because they're just overheated, um, largely due to dust and dirt and not getting airflow. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I better check my PS4 and do the same. So I opened that up and it's fucking full of dirt and dust um so hopefully i've rescued that and stopped that from dying as well so it was just nice to kind of use knowledge from something way older to hopefully bring life into something new um and it was just nice take i love i love taking shit apart it's really satisfying when you put it back together and now i've got an extra three screws as well which is great i can use use for whatever i want yeah um so that was in the week, and then yesterday I started on my new project, um, which involved a lot of physics and maths and working shit out and thinking that like torque and newtons and forces and distances and all this stuff. And I was like, I haven't done this since I was like 17. I haven't done this for 20 years. And I was sitting there trying to work out all these like volumes of material and masses of material and calculate like how much a piece of construction timber weighed based on the length and then the rotational forces around this mechanism I'm building, how much power the motor needs to drive it, and you know, and it it just all came flooding back to me. And I was like, fucking hell, I used to do all this stuff all the time. I used to do this every day at school, like yeah, you know, studying physics at A level. Um, I mean, this wasn't even A-level physics. This is like basic fucking GCSE, like, you know, 
force mass acceleration and just like really simple <laughs> simple equations that I've just not used for yeah two decades um because I've had no I've had no need to um <clears throat> I've been doing like a bit of electronics and understanding kind of circuitry and power usage and things like that and th that's come in handy but for a long time I've just not not used this this information that I took a long time learning um and it was great it was like fuck i can work this out you know i can i, I sent i sent you guys like some scribbles and like look like something from fucking <laughs> on the set of seven like all these just random doodles and numbers and stuff um but it's just working out what i needed to work out you know i have i have to drive this it weighs this much it's this far away i've got this motor um working out the speed of things and you can actually you, you work it all out like you know it's not it's not some magical black art um it was just a case of cracking open that that knowledge that was in my brain somewhere um and I, I just thought we spend so much time learning new things wanting to try new things you know oh squirrel it's like you know what's the new, newest tool what's the newest technique what's the newest um trend and yeah. it's like actually this shit that you you probably already knew or shit that you probably already learned yeah. um and is there a chance to kind of like re-unlock that or kind of rediscover that 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 lost knowledge forgotten knowledge um i think it's fascinating i, I kind of like i know we talked in the past about like going back and talking to like past al like child al as if it was like a different person but it generally was felt like this this other person was teaching me things yeah even though it was just me and in my head i was like oh you do know that that's cool <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, and that segues beautifully into our topic. <laughs> it I doesn't really segue. Know. That was that was the topic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was me describing. I want to know. What, yeah. I want to know what Steve's been up to. But yeah, yeah. Steve, what have you been up to? Uh, it could be linked tenuously to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have I been up to? Uh, I literally, uh, as we were starting the podcast, put uh, this week's video out. So that's good. That was a fucking long edit. I was up till uh, about quarter past four last night getting the first draft done, which was super fun. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, my body being my body, I woke up at uh, like eight this morning. So <laughs> I've had loads of sleep. Um, yeah, uh, so did that. Um, we've basically at the moment we're we're kind of back into production mode again um so i've been expanding my repertoire um with uh stuff at the workshop so i've been doing more of the copper work um like the spoons and things like that um which has been really good fun getting to learn all that uh and you know brushing up on some of the older skills some of the stuff that i uh i may have forgotten or just didn't even didn't even remember that i still knew um mm -hmm. But uh, as as well as that would segue into uh, the topic, the other thing that I want to quickly mention is the fact that last week I uh, said about the fact that I wanted to get the local water jet cutters to um, cut out a sign for me at some point. And most of the reason I hadn't got that done is just because I couldn't afford to get it done. And then I remembered that Jim has a plasma cutter and I could get Jim oh. to do it. So, you know, sometimes you forget things that are really useful. There you go. And that segues beautifully into this week's 
Stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, about um, that all that stuff that I was talking about. Because uh, there's so many things that I've uh, like just forgotten that I know. Um, like little things, like fixing cars. The amount of times, um, uh, like uh, my car is broken down or needed something doing, and I've like just dragged my heels for ages because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is going to be such a complicated pain in the ass to work on," and then started doing it. It's like, "Oh, I remember doing this because I've done it on this car and then that car and then this thing," um, and to the point where me and Jazz were talking the other day and. Uh, she said about potentially like going through and doing like a a day with her on just basic car maintenance and just nice. what what to do if you know, if she's driving along and the brakes go or if this happens or whatever because you know the joys of growing up and having lots of really really shit cars is I've I've driven cars where the brakes don't work and you can't <laughs> use the the handbrake to stop with and and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and yeah, I, I've, 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 the amount of times I've had to pull over onto the side of the road and open the bonnet and just find a way to bodge things back together just to get home. Um, and I think that kind of experience is quite good. Um, well, I mean, it's, but... it's actually part of your driving test now. If you, if you take your driving test now in the UK, you have to learn basic car maintenance. Yeah, but it's very basic car maintenance. Very basic. And the, yeah. the, the thing is, is it's generally, it's just, Point at where the dipstick is. <laughs> What's a wheel? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's not like because one of the things I think you should have not necessarily as part of your driving test, but you know, before you take your driving test, you should at least go through with your driving instructor how to change a wheel because so many people don't know how to do it, and like, it, it's just it, it's really basic, simple stuff that can stop you from having to rely on someone else and stop you. Mm being in a in a bad situation um and it's just about learning those little basic things but like i say back in the day it's the sort of thing that that everyone would have known because it was this kind of assumed knowledge um but uh yeah that that kind of ruined the segue so now we've got to find a way to loop back around uh wheels turning round (laughs) back around and and brett's going to take over from here well, based on Al's little story, taking apart his old console, it reminds me of the channel that I spiffed a few weeks back. Remember, like the retro, he, he fixes old yeah, yeah, retro yeah, yeah. machines and stuff. Um, he's put out a few more videos and I, you know, I keep checking in and watching when I can remember. And I never did electronics of, of any kind when I was young. And if I remember correctly it was a lot of like a wire would fall out or become detached and then i never knew that it was as easy as heating up the solder and and you know putting the wire back on or re refloating whatever um reflooding flooding floating or flooding flooding um so with al working on that i i don't have a lot of stuff anymore but I feel less intimidated by things like electronics or, you know, if some wiring goes a little bit weird, I think I could fix it. Or I, you know, ever since I fixed my camera lens, like, <laughs> resoldered it with a, I'm fork, a superhero, <laughs> a hot fork. Yeah. It was like the greatest thing on the planet. 
But as far as knowledge from when I was a child, uh, I was having a chat with one of Ben's friends who was here a week ago. And I I like the little fire pit that's out behind the Maker Ranch. It's this little fire pit. It was made by Cutworks. And uh, he was just like, I've seen multiple people do it now. You just like throw some stuff in there and then you try and light it on fire and it doesn't really work or it like smokes forever, but never really catches fire. I'm like, how, how did we not learn how to just build a small fire? Just a little, <laughs> little baby fire. Easy. Just something to get it started. And it's nothing to, to, you know, it's nothing to be like insanely proud of, but it's one of those small things that, I've had discussions about in the past where it's like, oh, you didn't grow up around that thing or you didn't grow up as that being a standard. So I forget that I know certain things because I think they're either common knowledge or I overlook them so easily to be like, Steve probably knows how to stick weld farm machinery together better than a lot of people who are professional welders do because Steve's just like, oh, yeah, this is just what we did growing up. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've never actually used a stick welder, but yeah. Well, Al has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I used can one stick... about two hours ago. As I was going to say, Al can stick weld like little tiny thin sheets of steel together with a stick welder, which is way more impressive. I know, that's super hard. Um, yeah, sorry. You look like you had something to say, Steve. I know. It, I, was, I was just trying really hard not to uh, jump in and take the piss out of you for lighting the forge with a. Um, uh gas torch and the whole uh ilia thing about breading uh the fire yeah well you know what that's kind of baseball <laughs> that no one else really understands yeah which I'll is why i was like ah, i'm not gonna say it i don't know i'll parse it down for you i had a hard time getting one of the coal fires lit at maker camp last year and somebody who's a professional blacksmith like to take this <laughs> out of me because fucking forges were full and the air wasn't getting to it and i didn't know that whatever it's become a running gag <laughs> the idea of using any of your power tools steve go ahead and take a piss i light my cold <laughs> forge with a torch because it takes five seconds you use a power hammer and you have three gigantic gentlemen who could pound metal all day long and you still have cheater tools cheater <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> whatever. After this video, it's going to be like, oh, yep, they can do that without the hammer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, that is a really good point about like, whether it is lighting fires or things like that. It's like these, these little basic things that you, you pick up when you're younger and there's no like, Oh, every kid should know how to do this. And every kid should know how to do that because there's no, there's plenty of things that like city kids are going to know how to do that. I haven't got a fucking clue about. Yeah. Um, right. Like, I didn't know how to use the subway. The first time I visited New York, <laughs> and there was like a bunch of three year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's one thing that everyone around here, they get so fucking confused when they go to London and ride on the tube, I'm like, it's, it's fucking color coded. How is this difficult? Just look at where you're going. Are you going that way or that way? It's that fucking simple. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's loads of, uh, shit like that, that, you know, it's, it's this assumed knowledge from, uh, sorry, not assumed knowledge. It's this, um, almost native knowledge. Like it's, you know, farm kids are going to grow up knowing how to, well, 
big bits of machinery together or light a fire like it, and city kids are going to grow up knowing how to it just figure out how public transport works and shit like that and it was the only example i could think of because you put it in my head mm-hmm. um but yeah there's loads of stuff um like that and i think because especially if you change your situation so if you move from the city to the countryside or if you move from the countryside to the city or whatever because so many people around you um then don't have that um that native knowledge you almost forget that you have it and there's this thing where um yeah if if you think you know how to do something but everyone around you is questioning how to do it you end up kind of going oh well maybe i don't know how to maybe i should look that up on the internet <laughs> and and then all of a sudden you go eh, no this is like that that person on the internet's telling me to do it like that but i know that's wrong yeah. that's wrong for so many reasons and I, I yeah think, i think cat, cat, for some reason cars is a really good one to kind of draw the analogy because the i don't know whether it's like sort of simple basic mechanic knowledge or like you know the first thing someone would teach you or maybe tv shows at one point we're all about like fixing cars or something i don't know but i remember my my vitara was like idling really high yeah and it was an automatic so basically it just meant it just like it would just drive itself <laughs> unless you had the brake on all the time and he used to always get me into trouble at like lights or yeah like places with like really low speed limits or like car parks mm-hmm. and stuff where it's like five miles an hour and i'm just like bombing around it 20 miles an hour because yeah. nothing i can do um <laughs> And it just turned out that there was like a tiny little leak in one of the air hoses and it was just yeah. causing it to idle really high. And like, I didn't know this and I didn't look it up. I just opened the bonnet and somehow the knowledge was there in my head that that's was what was causing it. Yeah. And all I did was just trim the pipe, put it back on, problem solved. And it like, it, it so at some point I must have learned that or yeah. been told that or you know, secondary knowledge. I must have heard it in a conversation or absorbed that information somehow. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have that anxiety of like, oh, I don't know how to fix a car. I don't know how to sort out the idling on a on a, on a car engine. I don't. You know, it it was. Yeah. There's a level of like arrogance to it, where I was like, oh, I can fix anything. But for some some reason, I knew that that was what solved that problem, and I did it, and it cost me nothing. Yeah, I think th- like sticking with the car analogy though like it because it, it is a really good one um there's when you have experience with stuff like that it's not just a case of oh well i've been a mechanic for 30 years <laughs> and i've fixed everything it's just actually i've i've fed around with my cars since i was yeah. like 14 i've i've always been around this stuff or whatever like i i did work in a garage for a bit and so many of my friends will ask me um like uh my car's doing this what what's it called what's the cause of it or whatever and so much of it is just like having a real base understanding of it's not even of how a a particular kind of car works it's just how physics works it's like Mm. well if if it's not getting um electrical charge then there's something wrong with the electrical system like if there's it's not getting enough fuel maybe your fuel pump's gone is it doing this is it doing that like and just working through the um the basics with it and it's I, i've used this a few times like it's that that thing of demystifying stuff mm. so going actually it's it is a very simple process and you just go through the process and go what well, is it this no well is it that and 
yes, there's a lot of um, like if you've got a certain amount of experience with stuff, then you can say, ah, well, with that model of car, it's most likely to be this. And you know, if you're buying, see, a... I think that's different. I think that's a different type of knowledge. So having like a textbook understanding of oh yeah yeah that's, you know, that, the, that, the that, Haynes manual yeah that's what I was saying that's though. not it's, the same thing is it no no and that's that's what I mean it's like yeah I've got I'm lucky enough that I've got a little bit of that experience as well but the most of it is just going well it's yeah it's an engine it's not actually that difficult when you get rid of all the plastic shit on top of it it's still the same <laughs> basic thing underneath um Go on, Brett sorry dude I'm yeah sorry no no. no. Um, I wanted to make sure that we touched on what you said in the pre-show about like the defragging or the deleting yeah, of yeah, knowledge yeah. too, because I feel like with cars, you don't really forget that stuff. Mm. And, and whether it's because you don't even really start learning it, or most people don't start learning that until they either have a car or yeah. are old enough to be aware of how they work. But it, it seems like if you know something about cars even on a basic level that just be that that stays locked so why why does certain information stay relevant kind of forever in your brain versus the stuff that you have forgot that you knew or you used to know how to do that thing and now have completely forgotten it whether whether whatever that thing is is based around the the problem solving has changed over the years. You know, you're like, oh, I used to be able to know how to fix a CRT television. And you're like, <laughs> well, that's irrelevant knowledge. So hopefully you've deleted that. But I'm sure if you knew how to take apart one of those TVs, it would probably teach you a lot about wiring and electrical yeah. and, and home electronics and things like that. So I never had, I keep going back to electronics because it was the one thing that really eluded me or still does but why do you think why do you think certain things like that get retained like super locked in super retained information always relevant or always able to check back on it and then the other stuff just goes right out after a couple of years i think it's exactly what steve said steve said it's the, it's the understanding so it's the difference between the knowledge and the understanding so the knowledge is like a textbook of information where you, you you try to record it and store it so you can just recall it back like oh that you know you need that resistor and you need uh to heat it to this temperature and you need to fold it this many times you know what i mean it's like that's that's information and that is yeah. high volume difficult to recall and easy to kind mm -hmm. of um get overwritten yeah. whereas understanding the fundamentals like uh, the, the the taking stuff apart thing really helps this conversation because yes, I took apart the fucking fourteen year old games console, cleaned it, put it back together, and it still was fucked. But in doing that, it, it wasted an hour of my life. But then I've I've, under, <laughs> I've understood things now. Yeah. I, I get how that's connected to that. I get why they use those components or what was common from that to that. You know, it's like oh, it's not it's not some magical thing inside a games console it's just bits of other computers that botched together and the cheapest parts they could find in china <laughs> you know yeah. it, it, it isn't some enigma even taking apart the fucking the old power mac like under all yeah. the glossy like yeah like you said steve plastic covers with made up proprietary names on it's the same fucking samsung chips underneath it and yeah. it's the same you know everything's back down to the fundamentals and i think 
if you understand those things, the the retention of knowledge is not as important. Yeah. So like, so, play, play, okay, go on, Steve. Sorry, dude. So I, I, all I was going to say is like for for me, this is quite um, this this harks back to my IT days because I anyone that knows me knows that I have a fucking awful memory. Yeah. Um, I do. I yeah, like I I cannot remember facts and figures and dates and, and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm fucking terrible with stuff like that. Um, I generally and... thought it was Saturday today. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. but yeah, my, my my brain just doesn't work in that way. Um, but I remember uh, when we did a, a course um, for coding Java. Um, so there was three of us um, that were getting a promotion, and part of the promotion was we were going to go on this Java course. And uh, and there was three of us on it. Um, there was me, uh, my mate Steve Ringrow, who was such a fucking he was just one of those asshole pretty boys that's good at everything he does athletic good looking cocky as fuck and i don't know why i was friends with him um and he <laughs> he just a kind lot of like you steve yeah uh, no um but like he he kind of he got shit and and it was it's fine and um he wasn't the best coder ever but he he knew enough to get by and then there was dan who is like obsessive about um knowledge and he like he'll he will stay in the office until like two in the morning um trying to work out how to get around this one problem sort of thing and they do it off his own back because he really cares and and then there was me and i i was like if i do this course yeah if if i do this course i get a pay rise so i'm gonna do the course and uh and i kind of like turned up did did the thing left it's fine um and the whole time, like me, me and Dan got on really, really well. I have a lot of time for the guy, but he hated the fact that I um, had potential and never um, reached it, sort of thing. Um, so the whole time we're doing this course, he's uh, he's giving me the stink eye, like you're not paying attention, you're you're not going to fucking get this. And then the more we went on, the more I was answering questions. Um, that he was asking and essentially long story short i i understood the um concepts and that's what the course was about the course was about the concepts not the syntax so if you gave me a blank piece of paper yeah i could not write the code out i i can't remember how you put like which bit comes first or whatever but if you gave me a problem i could tell you how to fix the problem with the code and so, I could so tell that, you you'd have to reference this and you'd reference that, but I couldn't actually write the code. Whereas with Dan, well, it doesn't matter. So if if you were to if you were to try and then teach someone else, you couldn't teach someone with just the th- syntax. No, but you could teach someone with the with the theory. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing is, Dan. If if I said to him, right, you need to write a bit of code that does this, then does this, then does this. Yeah, he would be able to go off and do it, but he wouldn't be able to figure out. Oh shit! Well, that needs to do that first, and this needs to do that. Like that's and that's why we ended up working really well together as a as a coding pair. Um, yeah. So the former and, the former is of very little value then because it's like it's you know everyone's talking about the apocalypse at the moment. But if 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 the world was wiped out and we all reset and started at zero, having the syntaxes is no value. Yeah, having that you know photographic memory and, and that knowledge on tap is not going to help anyone because you need to fundamentally build it up from the beginning again. So you need yeah. to know the theory. 
Yeah, and the the beauty of something like this, the beauty of understanding the the concepts is, especially with something like uh, object oriented um, coding, or mm. but it can apply to pretty much anything. Is the fact that if you understand those the the um, the concepts, not the syntax, it means you can apply it. You can apply those concepts to any other language. Yeah. So yeah, you know, the the syntax it locks you into a single thing. Whereas understanding, it, I mean, it's like people that can speak fifteen languages. They don't. <laughs> They don't remember exactly how each one works. If they don't know how, they don't know what a word is in another language. They don't look it up on Google. They go right. Well, it's probably this because their rules work like this, and mm -hmm. and they actually figure out what it, it should be rather than looking up what it is. Um, it, it, like cryptography is like that. So like yeah yeah yeah. I was, I was doing a pub quiz like back when pubs were open, um, <laughs> and they put out like a sheet with like things to solve on, but they were going to like ask the questions later. Yeah. And I was solving them all before they'd even asked the questions. And like everyone yeah. on the table was like, what are you doing? How are you doing that? How do you know the answers? And it was just like really simple, fundamental understanding of how puzzles work. So yeah. like how letter substitution works in like uh, language yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I know that that word has two letters next to each other, so that it's going to be either an O, an E, an S, an L, a T, you know, and you can work it out based on the others. And But, you know, before the round even came around, I'd solved the entire page. Yeah. Not because I, I knew the answers, but because I understood, I had the knowledge of, this is how you solve those problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like that that uh, old joke, there's, uh, there's two types of people in the world. Those that can extrapolate from incomplete data. <laughs> 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 I love that joke. And the bloody um, Dutch. <laughs> Dutch. But, but yeah, it, 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 I think that's the thing. And I think those um, those lessons that we had in school where we're going, when the fuck am I ever going to use trigonometry? <laughs> yeah. Or when am I ever going to do this? Like it's... My fucking, right, sorry, I put in. My fucking <laughs> mate, it was the, the epitome of that, right? It was yeah. like, I'm going to learn all the dates and all the politicians and by memory so i can recount them in my exams and get good grades and he was like why are you why are you doing maths why are you, you're never going to use maths what <laughs> what the fuck are imaginary numbers they're not even real numbers who why would there be an imaginary number and it's like <laughs> so the square root of minus one is i yeah. or j whichever yeah. you're learning it's an imaginary number super useful really good in in applied and advanced mathematics but one of the practical applications of it is in electricity, specifically mm. in multiple phase industrial electronics. So if you've got three phase, you can't measure um, the amount of electricity that you're using using this, a standard uh, meter because it's out of phase and you need to use almost like the, the, the z-axis, as it were, yeah. um, to measure it. And so you have to use imaginary numbers and you have to use the square root of minus one in order to calculate the power usage of three phase and the fucking irony is now that he installs solar panels and, <laughs> and he's had to learn all this and because he, he's, he's, he's given up on, on on all his like background of, of of english language and and politics and history which he which he studied and did at uni yeah. and now he's a fucking electrician and he's actually <laughs> yeah. using the shit that he used to poo poo me about and it's like yeah. Get understanding what it's about, not not the not just knowing the answers. Yeah, and and like it's not even about um, 
it's not it's not even a case of being able to pass your exams and remembering actually it is exactly this it's just having that little bit of knowledge tucked away in a dusty drawer in the back of your head mm. like um like brett was talking about earlier on like it doesn't ever really get kicked out it's just yeah. the fact that it's sometimes it's so far back you need to hit the drawer a couple of times to get it to it is it can up. be hard though to, oh, to, God, to yeah. like to 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 blow the dust off that shit like yeah like learning like Brett, you, you'll know this but like learning learning songs like the amount of times i've spent hours and hours and hours learning a guitar solo or you know the the the, the chord project progression of a song or something like that only to then just have forgotten it yeah and it's yeah. like so I, obviously there wasn't enough room for me to retain that that particular thing <laughs> Yeah, that or it was a shitty song. Oh, it was a <laughs> shitty song. But if you, you were to retain. then if you were to then go back and go, oh, actually, I know that Iron Maiden plays, you know, in this key, and a lot of it is based on these scales, mm-hmm. and you know, understanding the fifths and everything. It's like, oh, now I get now that's how Iron Maiden play their songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could probably just riff this, yeah. and fill it and fill in the blanks. Yeah, I, that's what again. impressed me about actual musicians people yeah. that are yeah. trained or classical musicians you know watch a watch a, a classical style guitar player yeah they yeah. know every scale and every note and they know their you know the piece of equipment that they're using so well that yeah. they, watching them play anything on it because they're like oh <laughs> this is a very easy scale and it's yeah. just a variation on this one thing that i learned 20 years ago that's a child <laughs> that's a child's riff <laughs> yeah, it's like my uh, I've, I've spoken about my friend uh, Budden on here before, but like he's he's a fucking brilliant uh, musician as well as being a, a great painter. And when I used to live with him, I tried for ages to get him to teach me to play guitar, but he he would always try and uh, teach me kind of five years of music theory, but I wouldn't be able to play a single chord. And I'm like, I, I, what? <laughs> And I get what he was doing, but at the yeah. same time, I think like you, you do, you need that kind of entry level of knowledge. Then you yeah, can go yeah. on to the concepts and stuff like that. But, um, uh, but I think I think you're right, Steve. There is, there is. I mean, obviously, we've been we've been like we, we've been very one sided with this conversation, but I do think there is a time and a place for the other side, where oh god, I, yeah, I yeah. just need the raw data. I just need the information. Yeah, you know, I'm just I, I, I just need to remember this for like five minutes. Yeah, and then it can just be flushed out the back, like you were saying, Brett. Like for five minutes, like <laughs> yeah, that was, that was ambitious. But like, <laughs> if there is this finite cache in 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 your brain of of what you can store and what gets deleted, you know, sometimes there there, there does need to be this little like like the separate stomach that you have just for desserts when you're yeah. already full. You have yeah. this little side stomach. Like, th- th- there's times and a place where you really need that. Yeah. I love that because I have had discussions like this in the past where I like to think about my brain and my headspace like a computer. And I always make a bunch of analogies because anybody that's used PCs in the past and the idea of disk defrag and, you know, temporary files and all of these things Mm -hmm. start to become analogous with how I treat my day to day, like how long do I need to retain that? I've gotten better about doing that uh, 
in the last few years, but I feel like for a while, especially in school, it's so beaten into you that, you, you know, you got to remember this. You got It's going to be the rest of your life. You're going to have to do this. No, if I would have known back then or if I had the ability back then to go, everything you're going to do on the ACT test that's going to give you this point value that's going to get you <laughs> into a university is really only stuff that you need to retain for like a year yeah, or or like senior year of high school, right? You need to take this test, smash it out of the park, try and get a high point value, and then get into college. Mm-hmm. I thought I had to retain everything and do all the studying and everything because then I take the test and then you go to college and it's even harder. And then I'll... none of that was true. College <laughs> was all about like, can you pay for your credit hours and show up to class? If yeah. if you get decent grades, you know, it was a lot more relaxed. It was obviously an art school, art and design school that I was going to, but I racked my brain to try and remember all of this stuff. I think I burnt out the hard drive for a little while. <laughs> and, you know, now we've gone solid state where like the, it doesn't talk to the rest of the system very well, but it, but it operates very quickly. So it's like my brain's <laughs> always moving faster than what my mouth can keep up with. And also sometimes I work faster then my body can keep up with because my brain's like, oh yeah, we know how to do this. And then we just <laughs> do it. And like, well, no, 15 years ago before I, you know, tore both my knees, I could have lifted that thing. But lifting yeah. my heavy anvil, it's like, I know how to lift a heavy object. Yes. But your computer hardware is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I, it's such a, a weird thing. And I think, like I say, there is definitely that space for, um, and that requirement for retaining facts and figures. Um, I think it's, especially in the, the maker community, we, as generally, we don't tend to be those kind of people. Like we're, we're concept people, not, um, not syntax people. That's why we like making stuff because we can figure it out. We can figure out those problems and we enjoy that, that problem making side of it. I mean, like I can remember lyrics from, you know, a pop punk song from 1994. <laughs> but ask me to remember something I did yesterday. I haven't got a fucking clue. Like every week we, when we record the podcast, I have to spend the entire time that you two are talking about what you've done for the last week, writing down what I've done for the week. Cause I can't fucking remember. Um, I don't like but- knowing that I can sing almost all of bare naked ladies one week. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, is the finest of that song. And uh, it's a ridiculous song and it's so yeah. old and I remember all the lyrics for it, but I don't remember what I did yesterday. Exactly. And, but the thing is, is I, I, it's interesting what you were saying earlier on about the, uh, the fact that pulling that, that uh, information from like the back door of the brain sort of thing, like, yeah, it can take a little bit of work, but you know, once you all those hinges, once you start using that, that, that knowledge, it's, it, it starts flooding back um uh the the guy that runs the the gym that i go to he's he's got this thing about um the mind muscle connection and <laughs> book that he's written and it's like, yeah but like, it's true like the more you exercise your brain the more you exercise that knowledge the more you're going to retain it the more you're going to use it um and i think it is it's just about the way that that we as as makers as people kind of use our brains um, that's the kind of knowledge that we pull forward. We pull forward those concepts of how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to bend this bit of metal? How am I going to 
during this bit of wood. It's not, ah, oh, I need to use exactly a three-eighths and two-quarters screw <laughs> to do this. It's just, fuck it, if I wang a screw in there, it's going to hold it. Like, that's, you don't need to worry about the the exact bits of it. It's just, will this work, won't it? Right, okay, let's get on with it. And that's kind of part of who we are as makers. And that, spiffing. Azab, like Azerbaijan. That means that you're first. Um, I'm going to spiff someone who probably does not need spiffing because I think they've got like billions of subscribers. Um, But it has helped me recently with what I've been doing. Um, And also, there's a nice kind of retrospective angle on some of the videos. And also since lockdown, they've been doing fucking basically video every day. Uh, and it's Linus Tech Tips. He's like, uh, the, yeah. he's like the OG yeah. like YouTuber when it comes to, to PCs. Um, and he really, he's like ultimate nerd. He knows everything like down to like the chipsets on like RAM readers on hard drives and caches and stuff. So all the analogies we've been talking about, um, would be right up his street and he'd probably shoot us down on every single one of them. So actually that's <laughs> not where it works. Um, <laughs> but with his knowledge, which is incredible, you know, you get a certain level of like nerd who just would instantly like shoot you down or yeah. mansplain something to you or like um, take great pride in you being wrong and them knowing the actual answer. Yeah. He's, he kind of has an air of, of that about him. Um which is fine if if you can walk the walk, you know, and you do know everything, that's yeah. fine. Don't be a dick about it, and he's not. Um, but with the PS5 release that came out last week, um, he was he was kind of really quick to jump on some claim that they made about the hard drive, and he yeah. was really arsy about it. He was really like um, patronizing and condescending. And it was like, I know more about you than you know, and actually, he turned out he was wrong. And yeah. the the assumptions he'd made and and the the claims he kind of tried to debunk and bullshit, he was yeah. actually in the wrong. And and the, the the PlayStation guy was like completely right, and it was really profound. And basically, he released an entire YouTube video apologizing <laughs> and and explaining how he was wrong. And, not, and none of it was like an excuse. It wasn't like uh, because I I said this because this. It was just like he he basically analyzed his own. Yeah mistake mm. and just went through it explaining where he'd not like try to find an excuse or you know not that i said this because of this he was literally like analyzing every every error he'd made and I just thought yeah. it was fantastic that he wasn't just using his knowledge and his kind of textbook understanding of things he actually went like like you were saying earlier steve the fundamentals and the understanding he went back and goes this is why I jumped to this conclusion. Yeah. And I think that's one of the dangers with only having the like the raw data is you can you can jump to conclusions too easily. Yeah. So you just assume that things go there unless you understand why that works. You know, it's like filling in a gap like oh I'm just going to buffer past that. I'm just going to ignore that bit. It's like yeah. no that's for that, that like so it it was really eye opening to me because I've been on the fence with this guy for a while because he is obnoxious and it is very nerdy. 
and he is a bit of a smart ass. Told you so, yeah. the guy. But this just really, re- it was really humbling. It was really honest, and it just it it, it fed into to, to what you guys have been talking to about. You know what is important knowledge and what is what matters. Yeah. Um. So if you don't know his channel, it's Linus Tech Tips. Basically, every day he's building a PC or fixing something or making a cool mod or getting the the biggest fucking sponsorship deal ever <laughs> every fucking part supplier. So there's just yeah. an unlimited supply of like the highest end components to any computer and stuff. So it's it's great to geek out and watch. Um, yeah. And it's also just like great background YouTube yeah. if, if you're doing something else. And from a even from a maker's perspective, like uh, not so long back, um, one of he basically employed one of his friends to make custom shit for him and yeah. just bought the guy like uh, a brand new uh well not brand new but like bought him a, a bridge port and a cnc machine oh, nice. and all sorts of stuff like this because uh i've i've seen a lot of his stuff uh before because one of my friends uh tom is absolute geek um <laughs> I'm, work- I'm working with him on a project at the moment for basically um making coffee tables that contain a server um nice so, yeah, yeah that, that, that's literally, I think, that uh, yeah. Linus Tech Tips' latest video is a, a PC in a table. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> that, that that sort of thing. And um, and so, like, and he's always sending me uh, videos. And he was like, so if I get really famous on YouTube and, uh, and for doing all this, does that mean that I can just employ you to make shit for me? <laughs> yes. Sure, why not? Um, but I think that's a, that's a really good shout, that that... that that combination of the different worlds as well. So yeah, he does do a lot of um, like collaborations with some mm-hmm. big, other you know, big name YouTubers, you know, he's got like 10 million subscribers. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's easy enough for him to, to have that kind of pull. Um, but he, he does appreciate the making side of things and the building side of things and the, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Nice. Good shit. Uh, I'm next. And yay. I, yay. Uh, I think I've I've spoken about this guy before, but I don't think I actually spiffed him. Um, if I did, I spiffed him like two weeks ago, and I haven't remembered because I'm <laughs> fucking useless. Um, but uh, as much as we've been talking about um, like understanding the concepts and, and all this, sometimes it is good to just go out and learn some new random facts, and they don't need to be concepts or anything like that. It can just be a weird, cool, interesting fact, uh, and. I definitely spoke about him like a couple weeks ago, but I don't think I spiffed him, so it's fine. Um, but it's got uh, this guy called the Tim Traveller. Um, not the Time Traveller, the Tim Traveller. <laughs> and he's just got the most adorable kind of dorky guy um, that uh, that just goes and does videos on like semi-interesting things. Mediocre mountain challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other one that he did was, uh, the one that I watched earlier today was... Uh, <laughs> Africa's fastest train. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> there's another one that's like a 98, me- uh, 98 kilometre conveyor belt. The world's longest conveyor belt. Oh, I love it. And he genuinely made it really interesting. And like, because he made a joke in that about um, like the the a lot of the problems in Africa were caused by um, European men going over, assuming they know that they knew everything and telling people how to do uh, what telling people about it. Is that like, unlike me, I'm a, uh, wait, <laughs> um, but yeah, like really, really um, like silly, dorky, geeky stuff, but presented in a really nice, fun, 
entertaining way. Um, and but like <sighs> he's just an adorable dork, <laughs> and I enjoy his videos. They're interesting and fun, and they're normally like four or five minutes long, so they're not too uh, in depth. Um, so yeah, if you just want some random weird facts, go check him out. He's like Tom Scott, except funnier <laughs> and less production value. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, Brett, you're next. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Reese Biff because Reese I can. Um, this one has to go out to our, our beautiful young man, Tyler Bell. Yes. For oh, making, yes. For making... <laughs> Like, who the fuck thinks of putting toothpaste back in the tube? I know. The whole idea around it... Oh, I thought you were going to go helmet gimbal. Well, the helmet gimbal... <laughs> the helmet gimbal was fantastic. I think we can all agree. And especially his prototyping. Like, between having it where it was between his feet and trying to work all that out, and then... <laughs> yeah, just everything about the mini-vid that he posted the other day was great. <laughs> um, but I, I really love... The toothpaste thing. <laughs> I just, I'm always yeah. going to appreciate seeing somebody who, you know, excels at their craft and makes a thing and makes a cool YouTube video about it. That's what we all, I think we all enjoy that kind of stuff. And then at the same time, I really want to know that these people that I, I respect their maker skills and their fabrication and the ideas that they have will just do something so goddamn silly. <laughs> And it's entertaining because, again, breathing that, like, you know, a little breath of fresh air, no pun intended, but it was very nice to see him just go wackadoodle on something. Not that the last few builds haven't been, <laughs> on, but I, I really, really like that. Like, what a silly idea. It was super fun. I just, I appreciate the creativity. And and the weird ideas and just trying like can I can I make yeah. this work? Great. But again, it, it could be it could be Tyler and just his knowledge and him just showing off his knowledge. You know, I know yeah, how yeah, to well, engineer we this. We don't I know. Think. Yeah. Well, what we don't could... know is that when he's building airplanes, which yeah. he does, <laughs> they actually do this shit on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. Liar. Never mind. I take it back. He's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say because what what I love is the fact that like his. Um, some of his most popular videos are the ones where he's doing quite serious mm. projects like the uh the the foot vice and yeah um the vice stand and, and things like that like where he's building things because it doesn't matter what tyler builds he's going to build it fucking well mm. and he's going to make a really good video about it but again when he's just being himself and creating just batshit crazy <laughs> crap and doing things like putting toothpaste back in a tube. Like, that's when he excels. That's when he's being his best. And he could easily be like, oh, no, I'm just going to do it for the clicks. And no, he's just going to make mad shit because he can, because he's yeah. fucking glorious. And I love him. Well, here, here's the last thing I'll say about it. I think I will always appreciate, like, creating a, a nonsense problem and then having yeah. to figure out the solution. So, like, you really want to try and challenge yourself come up with a problem that either does not need a solution or should never really happen and do it, do it like the toothpaste. When are you ever going to empty your entire toothpaste tube out and go shit? I need to put it back inside. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a saying, isn't it? It's like a, you can't put a motto. toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of hope he's going to do like a whole series of them. Like yeah. <laughs> de- debunking like moral <laughs> mottos yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I really want, want to see him put a camel through the eye of a needle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just liquefy it and push it through. <laughs> but, but again, like even when he's doing stupid mad shit like this, like the, he put a little clip up on Instagram about the fact that he uh, he realized that obviously because he was creating low pressure inside of a vacuum chamber, that the water was evaporating and turning to water, water vapor, even at room temperature. Mm. And like just these little random fun <laughs> bits of science when he's being a fucking madman. I love him. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go check out Tyler because he's fucking lovely. Uh, is there any other business? Not from me. Al? No. Cool. Uh, I did have something, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I so, something. Yeah. I, I was supposed to, to any other business something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Fuck. Oh, yes, me, me too. I had also. Don't pretend like you think. Let's, let's just have a, a one minute um, what, recess. What, one, one minute interlude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure mine was about Jeff Fedder anyway, so it can't be that important. Um, what 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 else can we talk about? What because I'm not going to edit this bit out because it's far too much work. Um, so I'm just going to keep talking and saying things, even though I've not actually got anything to say. I can't, I can't remember. It's been pushed out the back of my brain. I've completely forgotten it. Oh, back. bringing I it right back around. Callbacks. Hey. Uh, right. Well, fuck it. In that case, uh, we might as well go. Um, so yeah, go, go, go. Do your things. Go be stuff. I'm gonna see if I can find some more M4 screws in the bottom of that rusty bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Not a euphemism. Yeah, organize your screws, people, and your bolts, your bagger hinges. Yeah, <laughs> and go, go wash your socks. Oh, that bagger hinges! Right. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skill and Spade Thirteen, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Uh, to be fair, that's probably my favourite one you two have ever done. Um, Simple. If, <laughs> if you want to find us as a group, uh, just Google it. Um, right. And we'll see you all next week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. I'm off to write brain cash. <laughs>